Hello and welcome back to the State of the Fandom. My name is Neil Fox. I am your president for life of the furry fandom. And with me as always is... Link Labrador, vice president of the furry fandom. Vice president of the furry fandom. Now, very quickly before we get into our topic today, which is the pens that you make. Yep. The presidential line that you're working on, right? Yep. Okay. So before you tell me all about American Wood Art and the charity that you're doing... Uh, before we get to that part, um, I am going to say, go back and listen to the podcast that I did just the other day called, Is Majira Strawberry an Animal Rapist? I showed this one to, uh, I showed this one to Trey and I just want, give a, give a quick summary of the episode for those who haven't heard it yet. No, it was a very... very stark reminder of not everyone in this world is what they seem to be what they seem to be or ethical that's true you know someone could be hiding something huge and if they're the only ones who know about it how interesting would that be my love that'd be fascinating it'd be like it'd be almost like a conspiracy almost almost uh you know since you like conspiracies and all that. And you always have, right? Oh, God, yeah. Well, anyway, so the topic of the episode is uh, American Wood Art, yep. which is the uh, which is the company, the LLC, that you run. Yep. Uh, it's a DBA under Fox Labs Corp. Yep. So it's, it's, it's under the same LLC as Fox Labs Corp, but it is a different DBA. And uh, anyway, um, so... What is American Wood Art, and how does it help save puppies from dying in kill shelters? Well, one, it, the American Wood Art is a extension of one of my hobbies that I grew up with as a kid. I always had, I always had it as a hobby, as a side hustle, mm-hmm. to just help pay the extra bill, buy the odd tool. Sure. What? Learn, and learn a new skill. So you're talking about your woodworking, right? Yes. Yeah. So tell me about how you learned this skill in the first place. Uh, well, I grew up with uh, woodworking and carpentry. It was huge in the family. Hmm. Your mom does woodworking too? Uh, yes. That's awesome. She did woodworking, painting. Hmm. I haven't seen any of her paintings yet. I would like to see them. I'll have to, I'll text her and ask her. Uh, they were all, uh, you will. It, the canvas that we used was, um... What was it? Plyboard? It was uh, plyboard. Mm. And we first painted white, and then we'd put a um, design on it, typically mm-hmm. taken from a uh, blueprint. Yep. And then we just stencil the blueprint on it, and then color it in. I think the uh, Zen books. Yeah. The like Zen adult coloring books. Oh, those are beautiful. I love those. But like things. on an industrial, like on a, com- like on a semi-commercial scale. <laughs> I was actually thinking one of the products that we should sell at conventions. Yeah. Is do you know how easy it is to make an iron-on T-shirt? Very. You need an iron and you need a T-shirt. Yeah, and we can get one of those presses. I think normally, uh, well, retail they're like five hundred, but we can get one used for like two hundred. Uh, those presses, they're very cheap if you get them used. And so what I'm going to do is there's a company that I found 
yeah. that can make those transfers for us and make them in really high quality, like much higher quality than you can get from Michael's or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can get them for like 10 cents each. Which means that with our RV that we're going to get, yep. with a heat press, with white t-shirts, and 10 cent transfers, or it doesn't even have to be white t-shirts, any color t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Just every t-shirt that we get, we're going to put our, our one of our QR codes on it. I so, like it. Just, you know, mo- the other clothes that we have, whatever that we get donated to the charity, any of the other clothes, we won't put any designs on it, probably, or we might put, like, a small one or a little patch or something, but on the T-shirts, there will just be, probably on the sleeve or, like, on the corner or something, there'll just be a black and white QR code that links directly to furrypresident.com. Yes. So that people will be walking around in our $1 T-shirts where you can get as many t-shirts as you want for $1 or one postage stamp. And they will be walking billboards for us all around the world with our QR code. And it's a dollar, guys. It's, it's a, a dollar for a t-shirt. It's Most a dollar. Most t-shirts at yeah. the moment are like $25, $30. Just do some simple arithmetic and you realize yeah, how much the economical solution. Now, back to the pen. Yes, yes. No, tell me about the pens. Yep. So, I originally got into woodworking and woodcraft because I, was when I was a child, I was always told that I need to do something more than just sitting around the house playing video games or sitting around the yeah. house and doing nothing. Well, so and it's, it was it's, a, it's not a bad thing to be interested in video games, to be fair. You are very interested in video games, but also interested it is important for mental health to have balance to have balance especially with things that you can do with your hands oh yeah so as an example what i would like to do is maybe on uh, let's say we have a white t-shirt so it doesn't we we get one donated that's a white t-shirt yep and we can put a black and white design on either side Mm -hmm. what if we also gave people a pack of markers with the shirt and the markers don't you don't even have to pay for the markers oh the markers are another stamp but whatever they're 40 cents (laughs) exactly People will donate markers to us for this purpose. So the markers will be free to us and a dollar for the person buying it. So anyway, they buy a t-shirt and a set of markers and they can then color whatever design they want. Let's say it's a design like those psychedelic ones you mentioned, the adult coloring books. Yep. And then they can wear it wherever they want. Now, back to the pens. Yes, I want to hear about the pens, my love. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, the pens. I originally started, I originally was just interested in woodworking and woodcraft. Mm-hmm. And eventually I just went, I want to make that. And then from there mm. I just decided, okay, I'm going to teach myself how to do that. And ten years later, mm-hmm. I learned how to work with acrylics, work with different size pens. Right. Different milling techniques. Mm-hmm. And... Now I have a product line worth several hundred dollars per pen. Right. Because I sat down and chose to learn a skill most mm-hmm. people don't have. Well, and see, the, the thing that I would like to point out is that the difference between your time being worth $100 an hour or how much do you make at your job now? 
How much do they pay you? It's like 18 an hour, something yeah, like that? 18 an hour. Yeah. So what, what you're saying is, if someone went on YouTube and did the same thing that you did and learned how to make pens, and if they had the tools and materials to make them, so it, the difference between them being able to make $100 an hour and them being able to make $18 an hour, just like you did, the difference is knowledge and resources, right? Knowledge, resource, and marketing. Right. And so if people give us all the resources we could ever use for free, mm-hmm. then the only difference between 18 an hour and $100 an hour is knowledge. And marketing. And marketing, right. Well, and- marketing, weirdly enough, the marketing was the hardest part for me to master. Well, how lucky that you have a partner who is <laughs> in PD and... An expert marketer. Yeah. I love having attention on me. It's great. Yes. <laughs> I love just, uh, quite frankly, I love the fact that I don't need the attention around me right. to be secure in this world. Exactly. What you care about, and I, I know this from knowing you, and you can uh, just, I'm going to say something, and then you just respond with whatever you feel, okay? Okay. From knowing you, it seems to me like what is important to you is financial security, right? I want seven forms of income in this world. Well, how would you like to have 7,000 forms of income, my love? Even better. Okay. Make it 17,000. 17,000. How about we make a chain of 17,000 pawn shops across America? (laughs) Pawn shop. We won't even call it a pawn shop because pawn shops are criminal. Pawn shops are predatory. And I don't even like the term. We can call it whatever we want. We can, we'll call it the... Furry Swap. Furry Swap Store. Furry Swap IRL or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't... The name doesn't matter. What matters is that people will be able to go in... Yep. ...and scan items that have been donated. So individual members of the public can go in and scan items that have been donated with Google Lens. And they can take things that they need for $1 or one postage stamp. You okay? Yes, I'm fine. Public Works Operations. Oh, they must be working on the road. Yep. Um, Oh, okay. Cool. So, what we can do is we can have what amounts to a pawn shop where everything is free. Because it's not technically free, but a dollar might as well be free. The, the value of the U.S. dollar has gone down so much in the last 10 years that holding your money in dollars is stupid. Mm-hmm. No one should be holding their money in dollars. No. No one. No one should have $1 in their bank account. They should just use that money to buy stamps. Now, what happens when we buy stamps with this credit card? We get rewards points, right? Yep. And then we can use those rewards points for whatever we want. Yes. So why would someone keep their money in cash when they can use rewards points to pay for whatever they want? And they can buy stamps with it. Yes. It's like getting an instant rebate of, you know, Amazon gift cards or whatever, those, those rewards points. You, you, you know, you, you take $100 in cash, you buy stamps, and you get $3 in rewards from the company. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it, it's stupid. It's a, it's a loophole that no one knows about until we tell them about it. Mm-hmm. So, what would you like to discuss next, my love? Uh, I think that's good. Let's do the outro. Okay. Well, this has been a bit of a shorter episode. We are almost to the St. Elmo Steakhouse in uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, which has the most delicious steak that I have ever tasted. Uh, I'm so excited to buy you the best steak and whiskey that you have ever had, my love. Literally, the best in Indianapolis. Yes. There is no better steakhouse in Indianapolis than St. Elmo's. So, we are going to have some delicious food, and we hope that you enjoy uh, the podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever, just make sure to give the podcast a like if you can. And uh, if you can, leave a comment, you know, just whatever there is on that platform. And please share this with your friends. And just uh, for, for the future reference... Right yep, St. Elmo Steakhouse, I just said that. Yep. Thank you very much. Thanks, brother. If you can grab my wheelchair, we'll be good to go. Uh, This podcast is in the public domain. Yep. Okay. Um, since it's your first time, we have been open here since 1902. Okay. We've never offered one appetizer here, and that's our French cocktail. That's what we're known for. It's really good. It is freshly grated horseradish in that sauce. So it's going to have nice sinus clearing kicks. So we always recommend that, especially for a first time. His sinus is giving him a lot of trouble, so that'd be great. Yep, we'll get one of those. Okay, yep. we're going to go get that going for you. Yep. Um, with the menu, all of our entrees do begin with a complimentary soup course, uh, either a cup of navy bean soup, which has been a tradition here since we opened. Uh, it's a savory ham and bean soup or okay. a glass of chilled tomato juice. You can okay. always so, to lobster bisque. While I am deciding what else I want, can you get us two cups of lobster bisque and then we'll decide what we want? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. We'll also do a water and... So water shrimp cocktail and two lobster bisques. Yeah, absolutely. And then I will take water and he will take... He's dyslexic. Do you have a simpler menu for him? No. Okay. You can no, use okay. you can use your phone if, if you need to, my love. Um, are you looking for cocktails or wine? Just I'm make a recommendation. For, I'm looking for whiskey. Oh, let me bring you. That's not gonna be in that book. I'll bring you a menu over for you. Okay. 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 Um, Maker's Mark. Just roll this closer to the table here, just so there's somebody sitting here. Is that okay for you? Yeah, that'll be fine. As long as as long as I can still get to it if I need to use the restroom. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Shout at any of us and we'll move it over for you. That works. Thank you. Not mine at all. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for letting me do it. Of course, no problem. I don't. I don't. I don't want to want to be a bother. <laughs> I appreciate it. Truthfully, truth be told, it's probably for me not to trip. Is what it comes down to. So. That's totally fair. <laughs> All right. So they're bringing us the shrimp and the soup. Yep. And now you so can. Shrimp cocktail. Uh, he likes. Yep. Also, we got the water, and I'll bring a whiskey list for you. Sounds good. Thank you. So, they obviously do rare steak, because this is a very expensive steakhouse. So, like, for example, their bone-in prime rib steak is $76. <laughs> now, let me... Sounds awesome. Let me read you the different options for steak. Yep. And then when she comes back, you just let her know what temperature you want it. Yep. And which steak you want, okay? Okay. So, you can pick any of these options you like. Yeah. Right? We have porterhouse. Ribeye, filet, filet mignon, prime strip, flat iron, and bone prime rib. Uh, they also have 
Prime Dry Aged. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, let's see. I will probably get. Oh, I definitely. I last time I had their linguine. That was really good. I will do. Uh, you know what? They're all amazing. Let's just go with prime rib. <laughs> Why not? I'm not super hungry, so I think I'll just split it with you. It says 38 ounces, <laughs> so I'm guessing that'll be more than enough for both of us. I would hope so. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, if you want the prime rib, okay. So, so then what you need to do is when she comes back. You tell her you want the prime rib, and you just tell her what temperature you want it, okay? Okay. Do you need me to help you read it for you, my love? That's right. You bourbon, can... bourbon whiskey. Okay. Maker's Mark. We can also ask them for some of their bottles, if you'd like some of their fancy liquor bottles. They, they always have, like, 50 of them on the hand. That would look really nice on the show. It really would. And people would pay a dollar for that, right? I don't know. So why don't we just ask them to give us whatever they have on hand and we'll take it home with us in the Uber. Seems pretty easy, right? I was also thinking, if you would like to, my love, and it, it is up to you, if you would like to, I would like to go see a movie tonight since my night was spoiled last time. I would like to go see one with you. And okay. to have puppy corn with you. Okay. I don't know. It says Buffalo Trace. I, I don't know what that is. Just ask her for a recommendation when she gets back, my love. She's the expert. I don't know anything about alcohol whatsoever. Let me just go on the AMC app. Oh, I don't have it downloaded. Okay. I am seeing. And what I'll do also is I'll ask them if they have any type of like rewards program or something, since we're gonna be we're gonna be spending probably a hundred dollars anyway. If they have some type of like, oh, we'll get a free appetizer if you give us your email or whatever, you might as well. <laughs> some some places do discounts on drinks too for that. Ask them about the Buffalo Trace. Okay. Something different. So Buffalo Trace, prime rib, medium rare, medium rare. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to tell her that, or would you like to? I got it. Okay. I got you covered. Thank you, my love. Now, here is the future itinerary for tonight. Yep. And if you would like to change anything about it, that is okay. Okay. So, we have a hotel reserved. Yep. Next to where you work. Yep. If you want to sleep there, we can. Or I can just cancel it. Let's sleep there. Okay. So it's the Super 8 that's right next to where you work. It's like a mile away. Okay, cool. So I figure let's, uh, once we're done eating, we'll go watch a movie. Yep. And then uh, we'll grab whatever. Well, we'll get a movie theater that's over close to where we live. Yep. 
and then whatever um, uh, whatever stuff that you need for work tomorrow. Yep. We'll hop back in an Uber, yep. or or uh, or back. You know, we'll go in the car. We'll go in the car to the re- to the hotel. Yep. And then since I already paid for it, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, and then instead of staying at the house for the next couple of days, we can stay at the hotel. Because I need I need people to clean up the house anyway. And I can do all that from my phone. I don't have to be there in person for people to clean the house. Mm-hmm. I can pay them money on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So, because there is nothing in the house that I feel uncomfortable about people stealing, except in the garage... We just keep the garage door locked and we leave the door unlocked. Or we leave the door locked with the with the little key on the door. So we have two things we need to do tonight, my love. Yeah. Number one is to enjoy ourselves and watch a movie. Yep. Number two is we need to make a copy of the key. Because I need to be able to put a key on the door for while we're gone. A copy of which key? The house key. We have a copy. Where is the copy, my love? I don't know where it is. It is in the lockbox. It's in the lockbox at home? Yep. Oh, then great. I'll just just go and get a copy of it made tomorrow. That's okay. We we have a copy of the key already. Oh, then, sorry. So the step then that needs to be done is we just need to put the lockbox on the door. Yep. So that the people that are coming to clean for us can unlock it. Yep, yep. So... Uh, so, uh, task one is to enjoy ourselves, mm-hmm. relax, celebrate our success, yeah. and watch a movie. Yeah. And then the second thing that we're going to do is we're going to make sure that we put the key on the door, on the front of the door before we go to the hotel. Because then I can let people in remotely mm-hmm. by just giving them the code. Yeah. So, that is what we'll do. And we'll sleep at the Super 8, okay? And I did make sure they have free breakfast. Oh, awesome. From, I think it's 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., so I don't know what time they'll be leaving. But since you won't have a 30-minute drive, what time does your shift actually start? Uh, 6.30. So then if the breakfast starts at 6, we should be able to go and get the breakfast at 6 a.m., eat together. Yep. And it'll be up to you. If you want to, you can go and eat at your place of work. Because that's where I will be spending the day. I'll just be at the hospital working on my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, if you want to, we can eat at the hotel. It is up to you, my love. Let's just eat at the hotel. Okay. So then the plan would be, for tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. eat at the hotel. Oh. Question. Yes. Thank you. Any local whiskeys? Like, he's looking for a recommendation for whiskey. I'm looking for a recommendation for whiskey okay. for uh, anything that's sourced locally at Indiana. Um, the only one we have are the Almo Bourbon, which is a cherry vanilla flavor bourbon that's made in Indiana. Would that go with that caramel shake you had? Um, I mean, really, your personal preference if you like. It's going to be a little sweeter because it's got a cherry vanilla flavor to it. Okay, that's more of a Okay. Um, but only. He likes more straight whiskey. So all of our, uh, on the Personally, all of our whiskeys and bourbons that are listed here are actually our own barrels, so they're not necessarily distilled from the state, but they're actually St. Elmo barrels. Oh, okay. Um, do you 
restaurant today wearing a Bread? Absolutely. Thank you. Alright, I could literally just come here and eat bread. 
You're telling me I can't film a perfect video of me having sex with my partner in fursuit at the Ritz Carlton if I take full retail price? Why can't I do that? Because it's my room. It's my fursuit. It's my partner. How many views would a video of us on having sex with a fursuit in the Ritz Carlton get? I mean, easily justifiable business expense. Would it be, would not even be difficult to justify that? We would, I guarantee you, we would make more money from the ads so now I know it's a Like, if it costs $2,000 to make $5,000, who cares? <laughs> I have to dig out my classroom at some point. I have I for like $200 each from one of those places. Classrooms, but we can put whatever design on it that we want. So yours will be a laboratory, and mine will be a box. And then when we go out, we can say, box and laboratory, and we have the ring to prove it. The ring that looks really fancy and weird, and so people go like, oh my god, what the? Well, Johnson's the one who does all this. I And if we pay them the full retail price, they will make us a custom ring for whatever design you want. Yeah, the class ring is just a style of It's the same style of ring that the uh, Super Bowl is. So why don't we make our own in whatever design we choose? That'd be really cool. We're trading. We'll do it. Smart. You're smart. That'd be awesome. Why not? How stupid would someone look? They're like, oh, you can't pay for that. I'm like, really? This ring costs more than your house. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, you see that? See that Mercedes out there? That's mine. And I don't even drive. How about we call Rolls Royce and tell them we're the world's first? Do it.
store and donate it to the homeless shelter? Why not? Legislation cares about human suffering. 
then we will fix the problem of human suffering. It's not that hard. Oh, I can't raise the minimum wage for businesses that have over 100 employees to $100 an hour. Why not? Tell me one reason why. I can't do it? Oh, well, you know, the executive branch has direct power over how much federal employees are paying. So that means that on day one, I can raise the federal minimum wage to $100. On day one, at midnight, I can raise the and the postal service as my number one favorite thing as a candidate. I love the postal service. The postal service is Hey, I want to make your wages five times more than that. Please, they'll all vote for me. There's four million votes right there. Four million federal employees. Oh, here, four million votes. Here we go. For I call myself People are so dumb. You're telling me you could have been mailing people in prison. College textbooks this entire time. And you chose not to do it. So my my charity wants to send every prisoner in America a college textbook. Now, if they choose to burn that college textbook, that's fine. But I bet that people sitting around with nothing to do would enjoy reading, I don't know, an uh, interesting chemistry textbook or something. Like, not a textbook from a traditional school, but like chemistry for dummies. Like, I bet that something like that, I bet that it wouldn't even be a chore. So if they received that in the mail as a gift from a president, I bet that they spoke for me. Not in every state. And then I have all the other Oh, here's another 3 million bucks. Here you go. Oh, so you're saying I'm already one twelfth of the way to the presidency from two ideas. I'll get the other 80% of the vote with uh, mailing people free shit. <coughs> Here, here's a $4,000 card from the Magic of the Gathering set that I shipped to you. Oh, now you have all the millennials on this side. You are correct that the boomers used to be the largest generation. Yes. They are no longer the largest generation. But the millennials are disorganized. Right. Disenfranchised. You are correct. And that is, if I expose how stupid that behavior is by just giving everyone everything they need via the postal service, 
why would they try to stop me from giving people stuff they need? Why, why would they try to stop me from giving people money? Take some of the way for you guys. Thank you so much. So, so Mr. Bezos, let me understand why your pro-poverty position is so important to you. There is no defense to that question. That, that is the defense they would realize. I'm Bezos. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if I have ten times more money than you, then he has to listen to me, whether I'm the president or not. If I have the power to legislate him out of existence with the stroke of a pen in eminent domain. Oh, so Mr. Bezos. Here's, here's what I would say to him once I have him renewable office. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Yeah. So I have this edict right here. Or not edict, I wouldn't say edict. I would say uh, I have this executive order right here. I got it drafted up by my lawyers. So it's fully legal. There is nothing illegal about me signing this piece of paper as the president. Uh, this this uh, executive order says I'm going to use the power of eminent domain to pay Mr. Jeff Bezos and his shareholders the full retail value for the shares of Amazon.com to get the You, Mr. Bezos, are welcome to run your own company however you want. <laughs> but if I sign this, I own 51% of Amazon by federal law. And you have to do what I say. So it is up to you, Mr. Bezos. You can choose right now whether or not I sign this piece of paper. Now, you can work with me to raise your minimum wage to $100 an hour, or I can force you to by law and take your company. So, you can either do it of your own free will, or I can force you to with the power of the federal government. It is up to you. Now, Mr. Bezos, will you pledge right now here on my presidential podcast? Will you pledge to give your employees $100 an hour? And this is a part of our business, our, our GM here. Great, okay. thank you so much. And if you yell at me, Mr. Bezos, I'm going to have you escorted out of the Oval Office by the Secret Service. So, and then I'm going to sign the paperwork while you sit on the street. Recording from the Oval Office, telling Jeff Bezos to go fuck himself. I'm going to buy 51 and then he has to pay the employees and then he has to pay the employees a thousand dollars an hour because I own 51% and so what the employees minimum wage at Amazon is is my decision not as the president but as 51% of Amazon so you can pay it so Mr. Bezos I have, an, I have a proposal for you you can choose right now to pay every employee at Amazon $100 or you can pay them a thousand dollars the choice is yours you may have five minutes to decide. Okay, so minutes, Mr. Bezos, what is your decision? It doesn't matter, I'm signing it anyway. Uh, excuse me, uh, security, uh, security service, I just need you to escort Mr. Bezos to his private jet, and I need, to arrest, I need you to have him arrested for financial fraud. But it doesn't matter if he 
good in financial product. You can investigate them into bankruptcy. So he has no power at all sitting in the Oval Office. He is just the same as any other human being. And that would scare him Oh, trying to brag me with what? Money? I don't care about your money. I think your money is worth it. I think your money has zero dollars. This one state, Mr. Davis, has more value than the hundred trillion, hundred billion U.S. dollars that you own. This one stamp has more value. Yeah. And if you don't believe it, then you can hold your money in U.S. dollars until it is worth nothing. Well, the thing is, they don't hold their money in U.S. dollars. They hold their money in assets. I know that. He knows that. He knows that. But the public does not know that. That's why we have assets. Because assets are power. Money is not power. No. Money is uninterested. It is. That's good. Asset ultimately wanted to protect us. We don't give a shit about how much money is. If anything, that's the only reason he stuck around was because I do not care that he has $800,000 in there. I don't care. That is meaningless to me. Your houses. Okay, yeah, you got houses. Cool. Still I have a house. It's perfectly easy. I don't have three houses because I don't need three houses. We'll get three houses, but we'll put them on the same block. And we'll put them on Airbnb. And then we'll rent them out on Airbnb. Because setting it up like that makes it very easy for um, cleaners to just have a work yeah, schedule. Did you? That we can set the price for an Airbnb to be anything we want. I didn't know that. No, there's recommended price. But Airbnb cannot force me to rent at market price. You can do $900,000 a month on Airbnb. Yeah. If I bought, let's say, an old rundown part of Chicago, and we bulldozed it and renovated it in some Yep. Again, within federal guidelines, within the building code, all all with the proper paperwork, everything. Mm -hmm. If we did that, and we rented every single tiny house for one dollar a night, Airbnb could not stop us from doing that. Everything we sell, regardless of if it's a night in a tiny house or whatever, everything we sell is a dollar or a postage stamp. Now, how many applications would we get if you and I built out of bulldozing in a horrible neighborhood in Chicago into 3,000 beautiful little tiny houses? How many applications would we get for a, for a housing option that costs $30 a month? How many applications How many people would give us their address? opportunity to be able to rent one of our tiny houses. And then, pretty legally, we can send them a 
regardless of whether they live in our tiny houses. Which of you two would like to start with the steak? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> extra plate here for Thank you. you so much. You're welcome. How does everything look? It's great. Can I bring anything else for you at the moment? Uh, we'll be able to cut that in half my leverage if we ask them to. Uh, Oh, yes, post it on TikTok. <laughs> I'll, back. I'll take back on you. Thank you so much. I've never seen a steak this big. Yes, you didn't know what 38 ounces meant. No, I know what it meant. But you didn't consider what it meant because you said you've never seen one this big. <laughs> I don't get 30 ounce steaks. <laughs> you do now. Okay, let's see if they finally unblocked my Twitter or if I'm still in purgatory. Thank you.